Beyond. Welcome back to Bleacher Birds, episode number 55. The Dylan Tate episode. Dylan Tate. Oh, what the hell? Let's go Ravens. The T-Sizzle episode. T-Sizzle. All right, so my name is Jimmy, my co-host, the cunning linguist, the quintessential stud muffin, the man who puts the you in you who, the GM of Mass and the snowmiser of Maryland. He had as many passing touchdowns as Patrick Mahomes in this year's Super Bowl, and he didn't take tackled half as much. He's the equalizer, the anti-bubble boy, and the guy who washes his car the day before a snowstorm. He's the Ravens' number one ride receiver, the boondock saint, passenger 37. Yes, that's right. He's the Georgia Peach twice over. He's Matt Housen, Mr. Bean. Shut up and take my money. No weapon formed against him shall prosper. He's the road dog. And last but not least, he's the dean of Ball So Hard University, Matt Garden. <laughs> well, Jimmy, happy, happy Mother's Day to the biggest mother I know. Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought you were going to hit me with that one. Y- you know, I I was holding off because... um. You know, as, as we record, so we took uh, we took Sunday off for Mother's Day, um, and I realized that I didn't do something that I haven't done in a long, you know, it, it, well, I I haven't done haven't done it in a year, um, but it, it's like it's a tradition that I do every single year, and and I didn't do it this year, so on the off that? chance that uh, on the off chance that he's listening to this podcast. Um, I would just like to go ahead and kind of steal, steal a bit from you and, uh, wish Brian Buxar a very happy belated mother's day <laughs> as, uh, you know, as, as much as you could like to crack the joke that I am the biggest mother that, you know, um, I think we can both agree that Brian Buxar certainly does actually fill that role a little bit more so than I do. <laughs> So happy Mother's Day, Buxar. <laughs> Hopefully he's listening. I, I hope he, he is too. You think he has? Um, I don't think he's ever listened to this, but I think uh I think once I go ahead and uh send this send this podcast out to him, he'll have to tune into it and after about the first five minutes he'll probably turn it off. Yeah, yeah, that'd be something if we got him on here. And we yeah. asked him to talk about we'd ask him to talk about baseball. He'd want to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Buxar, we got a podcast going. You, you want to go, come on it? Yeah, sure. All right. So, what's this podcast about? <laughs> uh, nothing but a Orioles. <laughs> nothing but Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> oh man, Baltimore <laughs> Orioles, uh, the Ravens, the KBO, and uh, the Idiot List. That's what we got. <laughs> but what'd you do for Mother's Day? Uh gosh, you know what? See, I, I woke up bright and early. Uh, I was a uh, I was a good Christian boy and went to church. Um, I did not fall asleep during the uh, during the service, no matter how hard I was trying. Uh, <laughs> and then we went to uh, Sakola. Uh, oh, Japanese really? Steakhouse. All right. Yes, sir. So. Uh, not only was it Mother's Day, it was uh, my mother-in-law's birthday. So, uh, happy birthday, Diana! So it was her birthday. It was Mother's Day. So we all went out to uh, all went out to Sakura with the uh, with the in-laws, and um, after that, we head home. We relaxed for a bit. Um, got my wife a couple of things. It, you know, I'll, I'll tell this. I'll tell the story because this is slightly amusing. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alyssa likes to get uh likes to get Dawn these willow tree figurines um from the Hallmark store um every year. And it's been a tradition now for now eighteen years. So um we went out, we got her this willow tree figurine. And uh, I text Alyssa because she's upstairs in her cave and I say, uh, you know, hey, you wanna give that willow tree thing to your mother today? And she's like, Oh yeah, where is it? I don't know. Isn't it up there with you? No, I don't have it. All right. I go out, look in my car. Sure enough, it's still sitting there in the car. Okay, not a big deal. Run upstairs, give it to Alyssa. Alyssa comes downstairs, gives it to her mother. 
Only to find out that her mother already has that one. Mm. Well, as if that story wasn't fun enough, because I know everybody <laughs> loves that story. Uh, we then proceeded to jump in the car, race down to the mall, uh, and then go ahead and buy a willow tree figurine that my wife didn't have, and then race back home, and then she gave that one to her mother. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Very nice. I'm trying. I'm just trying to figure out what a willow tree figure is, but it's it's like a little wooden uh, sculpture. All right. Well, now I know what to get her. There you go. But it, but it sounds like she's got a bunch of them. Yeah. Are these like the Hallmark uh, Christmas ornaments that come out like uh, special edition and stuff? Uh they're, they're like little wooden sculpted figurines. Like they could be like a mother and a daughter. They could be like a girl holding flowers. It, Stuff like that. I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, so. Um, but then we went over to uh, Casa de Mason and uh, saw Mama Mason. And always, always a pleasure seeing Mama Mason. Say, so I, I love uh, going back home. Um, going back home to the sticks in Arbutus. Uh, you know, <laughs> you can take the boy out of Arbutus, but you can't take the Arbutus out of the boy. Uh, so stopped by there, saw Mom Mason. I uh, was playing catch with uh, playing catch with my nephew in the backyard. Uh, mm-hmm. We lost a couple of baseballs to the neighbors next door, and uh, as uh, as you know, say the uh, the neighbors are not really fans of baseballs going into their yard or baseballs hitting the fence adjacent to their yard or anything of that sort. Well, yeah, I mean they grew they dealt with you for however many years you lived there. Yeah, well, I mean, it, you got to remember, say, this is the same one that I believe. Was, was it not you I was playing catch with when I was, like, eight years old and accidentally threw the ball up against the fence? And, they, <laughs> like, the neighbors, like, went off on us because, like, they thought that we were messing with our dog? Probably. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, we're not messing with your dog. I just didn't catch the ball and it hit the fence. Calm <laughs> me down. Well, that sounds like it was my fault. Did I, did I have an errant throw there? Yeah, I don't I was, remember this. I, I was probably, I probably just too lazy to bend over and catch it. Okay, I probably blacked out and forgot all this. <laughs> yeah, so it's amazing the memories that stick with some people and then the ones that don't. <laughs> Anywho, so how was your mother's day, my friend? Uh, well, it was good, man. I just went over to my mom's and uh, we had some food there. Met up with our number one fan. Mm-hmm. He was there talking about Todd. Oh, yeah. Hey, Todd, how the hell are you? <laughs> So, you know, nice little family get-together, uh, minus my sister. She had a bunch of soccer games to go to. Yeah, that's a shame. But um, did you watch any of the Oriole game on Mother's Day with all the pink bats and all that stuff? Uh, unfortunately, I did not uh, I did not see much of it. Oh, no. Okay. Not, I, I did not see much of it. So you, you may have to cover us on the, uh, on the Mother's Day exhibition. Well, not much to it. I mean, they lost again. It's been, been pretty rough. After that, John Means no hitter, man. Yeah, it's all it's going down. They, they go, they go ahead. They get the no hitter. Um, you know, everything seems to be turning around, and you know the Orioles are being highlighted on MLB Network. They're being highlighted on ESPN. Um, John Means finally getting the redemption or the uh, the credit that he deserves, and uh, then all of a sudden they fall apart. Yeah, they run into the red hot Red Sox here. Yeah, but they haven't been they haven't even been red hot lately. I see I was looking at the Red Sox and it was like they're before the series, like their last ten games they were like four and six, I think it was, or something like that. Mm. You know, so well, they look good now. Yeah, you know, now now they went ahead and turned that right on around. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was wondering about that. I was worried about John Means' next start. Uh, you know, if he's going to have a letdown, but then the whole team just took a crap. Yeah, so they'll be uh, so they'll be relying on John Means tomorrow uh, to go ahead yeah. and turn things around. Say, of course, again, say we're recording this Monday. Uh, we're talking about the game on Tuesday, uh, and again, this podcast probably won't be out till Wednesday. Knowing me, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to have another emergency podcast as John Means versus second no hitter in a row. Man, wouldn't that be something? My God, I don't know what I'd do. Probably lose your dang mind. Probably. But that's so, good for uh, ratings, so. So you, 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 t- you mentioned means uh, no-hitter just a little bit. Say, uh, 
guys, if you want to hear our true thoughts on this, you're going to have to go back and listen to our last podcast. We recorded a little uh, 17-minute special where we just talked about John Means and the no-hitter. Uh, it was kind of an impromptu thing, um, <clears throat> but it appears that a good bit of you already have listened to it. So, uh, you know, we don't want to get into that too much, besides saying that uh, John Means is the greatest pitcher in the American League. He's the best pitcher in baseball. <laughs> And uh, deserves to Cy Young. Stop the count. Crown him now. Oh, no. Don't start that. That's right. Don't start that. <laughs> but, don't you know, bring that back. But, you know, just like uh, just like the Orioles couldn't let John Means just enjoy his one moment, uh, Wade Miley, former Oriole Wade Miley, couldn't let uh, John Means get all the, all the hype either as uh, Miley went ahead and threw a no-hitter last week as well. So, I wish you would have spread it. I wish you would have waited a little bit. I think it was yeah. like two two days later, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like get, give it a week, would you? Would you wait? It's kind of uh, kind of inconsiderate. And uh, you know, if if Wade's listening to this podcast, I can only imagine that uh, he's re uh, reenacting the gif of him flipping off his former team while wearing his Orioles jersey. But now he's flipping off the Orioles because he can't give them the spotlight for at least two days. Yeah, really. Uh, I would just say wait a little bit because I guess that's the fourth no hitter this year already. Yeah. So, and does uh, uh, it cheapen John Means as no hitter? Does this just mean that everybody's right and the hitters aren't hitting this year? I don't know that this cheap cheapens his no hitter because I mean, if you look at the game itself, he didn't give up a walk. Um. You know, the only guy that got on base, the only reason it wasn't a perfect game was because Pedro Severino dropped the ball. Um, by the way, for those uh, for those tuning in to this week's podcast that may have missed their impromptu podcast, uh, Pedro Severino is on the list. That's right, Pedro Severino on the list for dropping the ball, costing John Means a perfect game. Um, you know, I've done a little bit of reflection, and I can't help but wonder if maybe, uh, maybe Severino felt bad about that, and then continued to call the game of his life, uh, allowing John Means to get that no hitter. You can't, you can't help but wonder if maybe that affected that a little bit. He really, lo- he really locked it down after that. That's right. He was like, "All right, these are the pitches that I'm calling for." Yeah, I don't think we talked about that on our little <laughs> mini podcast, but um, that rule, man, does that rule need to be looked at? I meant to look up like how that rule came about and like what's the purpose of it. Well, but, I knew the um, purpose. The purpose of it in uh, little league baseball was for when I got thirteen. Uh, when I turned thirteen, I could just go ahead and swing at a ball that was twenty five feet over my head, and then just go <laughs> ahead and run to first base and and get first base out of that at bat. That was the whole purpose right. of that. Uh, yeah, major seems, league baseball. I'm unsure. It does seem like a rule made for trolls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to like to do <laughs> something to, to do something. Start, you know, start this one again, huh? <laughs> well, we all know what's going on over there, but it, it just seems like one of those rules that um, I don't know, man. It seems a little outdated. I think to me. I mean, I'm sure it was made like a long time ago, and there was a lot of funky rules, and now they're just changing rules at the drop of a hat. Wait a second! I thought you were a baseball purist. I thought uh, you you were not a fan of the uh, not a fan of the runner starting on second base. Yeah, uh, you're not a fan of the seven inning doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really a fan of bat flips. No, no, I'd say that. That's for that. I'm I'm not I'm not d- definitely against bat flips. All right, all right. So you're pro bat flip. Doesn't have to be extremes, man. Come on. So in this case, so. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and send you a uh, send you a little gift a little bit later of a right. uh, kid that went ahead and hit a home run, and then when he hit a home run, he literally threw his bat twenty feet up in the air, uh, endangering the lives of the <laughs> catcher, the pitcher, the umpire, uh, whoever was in the on deck circle, everything else, and absolutely nothing was done to this jackass. <laughs> there's there's extremes of where like it, that that's just. That's stupid. Yeah, That's not a fan stupid. of that. And not a fan of that. While that could have like even a wooden bat could have killed somebody, this was a metal freaking bat that he did this with. 
Uh, well, that's what that's what's going to happen if you let bat flips in the major league. It's going to trickle down into the you know what into the youth, fashionable youth. You know what I, ju- I just thought about? I I just said that this kid's a freaking idiot. Oh yeah, I did. So uh, bat flip, Billy. <laughs> You just made the list. That's right. So, All so right. just just because, just just because I'm I'm not anti bat flip, but I am anti putting people's lives in danger. So I'm gonna send you the uh, send you the video of this uh, shortly after we get done recording, and I think you're going to be in full agreement with me uh, that this kid's just an absolute moron for this bat flip. And yeah. uh, as a matter of fact. Uh, when you get this, um, you and I next week will discuss this bat flip, and uh, <laughs> you, my friend, can determine on whether or not bat flip Billy stays on the list or not. Okay, well, tweet it to me. I'll get around to it. All right. Sound a little sarcastic. Uh, yeah. No, no, I'll watch it. All right. But uh, anyway, this this rule. I guess this is the one thing I do want them to change. And since they're changing rules left and right, this is one they need to look at, I think. Well, I mean, do you want them to change the rule just for the game, or do you want them to change the rule because our catchers are terrible? Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe it is, like, highlighted right now, but it's a little bit of both. And I don't I, I don't mind if they would change this one because it doesn't make any sense to me. I guess it's a live ball or whatever, but mm. you, you swing at it, you strike out, strike three. I don't know. It just doesn't really make any sense. And what about strike three, but the, but the ball hits you? Oh, that's a strike. Yeah. How do you? I feel fully about count that? that as a strike. No, that's fine. That's a strike. You swung at it. All right. That's just like if you're bunting, you leave your bat out front, and you get hit by the ball. It's still a strike. Hey, what was the official call when Randy Johnson hit that bird with a pitch? <laughs> oh my gosh! I think it was a knockout. That's what they called it. <laughs> I mean, common sense tells me that, that pitch was a strike, but I'm, I imagine it was a, an official new pitch. Had to be. If there was ever a time for one, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that thing just blew up. It was just it was just a ball of, like, feathers. Yeah. I mean, did somebody see, like, a naked bird running around after that? Or was the bird just, like, disintegrate? Uh, I, I imagine there were parts of the bird somewhere. <laughs> it literally just turned into a cloud of feathers, and I saw the deceased roll into the on-deck circle, but I wasn't sure if it was the baseball or the bird. Just hard to uh, really put that into perspective. It happened so quick. Well, since we're uh, since we're talking about expert. Uh... <clears throat> Expert pitching now. Say we mentioned John Means, we mentioned Wade Miley. I mean, we even mentioned uh, Randy Johnson. Uh, mm. Matt, why don't you go ahead and bring us up to speed on uh, the brand new um, young arm made his Oriole pitching debut uh, the other night, and of course, you know I'm talking about your boy Pat Valeka. <laughs> I couldn't wait to talk about this. The best new reliever on the Orioles. <laughs> Patty V, Pat Vileka. <laughs> you know, the, you know the crazy... Wait a minute, what the hell did I do? <laughs> um, you know, he. it's funny because like, he would have been out of that inning in three pitches. And I don't know if the Red Sox were helping him out a little bit there. Uh-huh. But if it wasn't for that error at second base, he would have been out of that inning in three, three pitches, three swings. But it took him, what, four or five pitches? So... Topped topped out at a high like sixty miles an hour, I think. So so you know what the the concern is here. The concern now is that now that he is pitched and pitched successfully, uh, mm-hmm. does he take over the Chris Davis curse? Oh boy! But uh, I think I he's guess, already had a little bit of that going. I was going to say, I guess I could go ahead and answer my own question because you would have had to be talented before making that pitching debut. <laughs> Um, in order for the curse to take effect, so hey man, everybody needs to find their talent, and I think we just saw his. Yeah, Did you that, watch any of him pitching? That and looking like a fat Nate McLeod. <laughs> Those are his talents. <laughs> did you watch any of that inning? Uh, no, sir, I did not. Uh, that's that's oh, why sure. I, that's why I went ahead and turned to you for this footage. 
right. Well, it looked like he was putting zero effort into it. He was just lobbing that thing up there like 60 miles an hour. <laughs> um, but I don't know if it was fooling the Red Sox or they just wanted to get out of that game too. But they were just swinging at the first pitch, grounded out, grounded out, and then I think a fly out. Yeah, I feel I feel like the uh, the Red Sox were just like, all right, we're done. <laughs> let's let's go home. Yeah, and the crazy thing is the Orioles made a little mini comeback there. Yeah, that during that game they got they brought it within like what four runs, I think. Yep. Tip of the uh, this will be a rarity that you won't see often, but tip of the cap to uh, Pat Vileka, Pat the bat, Pat the uh, Pat the arm, I guess. Yeah, zero zero ERA right now. Yeah, so you know it's it's a crying shame that uh, Zach Lothar's first MLB start couldn't be anything like uh, Pat Vileka's uh, pitching debut. No, it wasn't. He had so, a rough one. Yeah, so let's talk about this. Let's uh, look at the numbers here. So, uh, underwhelming uh, pitching debut. Uh, two and a third innings pitched. Uh, seven hits, seven runs, two walks, three strikeouts, and gave up one home run. Uh, he left the game with a ERA of eighteen point nine oh. So um, this is uh, this is what we've got down in the minors, huh? <laughs> well, it can only get better. Yeah. Um... You know, I I really got nothing on this. I saw all this hype about, you know, Zach Luther getting his first start, getting his first start, and this is what he cracks up to be. You got to give him a break, though. I mean, it's again, it's like his first start. He, he did have a relief appearance, which was pretty good, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so what you're saying is he's, uh, he's our future Brian Mattis that we're going to bring in just to face uh, David Ortiz. Yeah, everybody, everybody's got one on the team, right? Yeah, so uh, so he'll be our specialist. Um, so for the next uh, next seven years, uh, whenever the Red Sox bring up uh, Bobby Delbeck, um, <laughs> we'll go ahead and call up uh, Zach Lothar and let him go ahead and pitch to him. And some people made a career out of that. Yeah, greatest pitcher in Orioles history, uh, Brian Mattis. <laughs> well, to be fair. Um... Since John Means, the starters haven't really had a good run. Well, Gene Kramer didn't do bad, but even Hardy got roughed up a little bit there. Yeah, and I mean, right now, even as we talk right now, uh, Jorge Lopez, uh, not looking too bad. I mean, top of the fifth, he's given up one run. Uh, of course, I say that now as there's a runner on third base with one out, but, <coughs> oh, excuse me, runner on third base with two outs. So he mm-hmm. uh, he's uh, he's making it happen. So yeah, I think they, we saw our um, I think we saw our bullpen give in a little bit finally. Yeah, you can't but, complain about them though; they've been great. I mean, we knew that our bullpen wasn't going to be the third best bullpen all of baseball all season long. Right. So, I mean, Paul Fry needs an off day here and there. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Fry's your guy. This podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, He's, shut up and take my money. What about Plit- Plitko? Plitko, whatever they call him. Pluto? Yeah, he finally gave up some runs. Yeah, well, you know, I guess Mickey Mouse took him for a walk and wore him out a little bit. And next thing you know, he's on the bullpen and on the mound and giving up hits, giving up runs, and giving up games. So it's Mickey Mouse's fault. Yeah. M I C K Y M U C Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, we we got nothing to talk about. We really don't. Uh, <laughs> anywho, all right. So Zach Zach Lothar is terrible. Send him back down to the minors. The Orioles are. Oh, don't don't do this again. He'll, he'll never he'll never amount to anything. Uh, well, I smell a I smell a week long bet coming up again. <laughs> do you? These, these conclusions again, man. Wait, wait, what? You know, we, we missed out on our bet last week. And, uh, you know, some people have actually gone ahead and, and called me out on that one. Um, right. I I won the bet, but I feel that since I won the bet, um, you won the bet last time and I made a suggestion to you and you just went with it. But it more or less was just running with whatever I suggested. So I want to give you the opportunity 
to go ahead and do the very same thing, sir. Even though I won last week's bet, I'm going to give you the opportunity to go ahead and select uh, whatever you want the bet to be, and you also can go ahead and select your person. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I wasn't prepared because I, I, I thought we were going to get back on track and you were going to select something here. Did you have something as a backup? For for a bet? Yeah. Um, if you don't, if you don't, it's fine. I'll come up with something. You know, I, I, I didn't, but what I, what I wanted to take a look at is, let's see. Again, we're recording this on Monday. Our next seven games, or I guess six games, and we'll probably record on Sunday again. So our next game is two against the Mets, two against the Yankees, and we'll probably record after the Sunday game against the Yankees. So two, four, five games. Mm-hmm. Five games against New York, two against the Mets, three against the Yankees. All right, well, let's do this. Since we're talking about Lothar, and you're ready to send him down again. That's right. Fire him into just the like you're, Just like you're ready to send down Matt Castle, but he's batting like 400 in the past few games. And once again, I was ready to send Mount Castle down to get him better. It, it wasn't because <laughs> Mount Castle was underperforming. It was but because, Lothar, you uh, want to, But Lothar, you want to send him to the sun. Yeah, Lothar, I want to go ahead and strap to the Cole Solcer rocket and fire him into the sun. <laughs> oh, there's only room for one on that rocket. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, who, what's our starting five then? It's going to be Means, Harvey. Is um, is is Clay Aiken back up? Uh, Clay Aiken is back up. He was on the uh, on the field with the uh, with the Orioles. I think it was yesterday or today. Are they giving him another start? Uh, do not know that for a fact. Okay. I would assume so, but we we do not know that. Um, let me see. I can take a look at the schedule here. We know that John Means is starting tomorrow. We know that Hunter Harvey is start. Hunter Harvey, Matt Harvey is starting the day after that. And then as of Friday, it's TBD, my friend. TBD. Uh, okay, that's just kind of tough then, because I was going to say I'll take Lothar if you pick either Aiken or Lopez. Ooh. Yeah, man, come on. Oh, you gotta back up. You gotta back up what you say about these guys. Are we talking about Lopez this game? No. <laughs> but hey, look what he's doing this game. You can take him. I'll give you him. You know what? Um, Yankees at the Orioles. Um, oh, what the hell? I'm I'm fair game for it. Go ahead, and give me Lopez. <laughs> you go ahead and take Lothar. All right, all right, that works. Their next two starts. See, I'm too yeah. nice to these guys. I'm giving this guy an, another chance here. Now, of course, if Luther doesn't end up pitching uh, again over the next five games, I, we'll just go ahead and chalk that up as a win for me. <laughs> <Oof. laughs> wait, wait, here, here, how about this? How about this? Um, if, if, Luther, if Luther doesn't pitch, you get Aiken. Okay, that works. I'll take that. All right. Yeah. There we go. All right. So, bet of the uh, bet of the week has officially been made. Um, Matt, again, so we're talking about the Orioles pitching. Um, the Orioles pitching has given up twenty runs in the first three games against the Red Sox. Yeah. Um, and again, now we're in the fourth game. Uh, they've given up one run, so twenty-one runs in four games. And the fourth game isn't over with yet. Well, no. if they leave it at one here, they can salvage it a little bit, right? Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. So it'd be nice to not get swept again by the Red Sox. Is every series against the Red Sox going to be a sweep one way or the other? Oof. See, because if that's the case, I do not predict a fun, uh, fun ser- series season, uh, season series. No. With the Red Sox here. No, and it seems like the Orioles are losing at home a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. See, I mean, it, at home they're four and thirteen, and away they're eleven and six. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Maybe it is a small ballpark, and they can't they can't contain the home runs here. So they're five and five in their last ten games. Um, we were literally fifteen and sixteen before Boston came to town. 
Like we we were a game away from being five hundred, and now we're fifteen and nineteen. Yeah, I mean, are are we? We're not the worst team in baseball. We're not even the worst team in the American. Like, how the hell are the Angels fifteen and eighteen right now? I got no idea. They've been doing that for like years, like a few years now, where they got Mike Trout, Otani. They had Pujols. I just don't understand how that team does not win. Yeah, uh, you know, and of course, uh, Pujols going ahead and DFA'd uh, future Oriole Albert Pujols. Um, but like, what in the world is going on with that? What's like, wasn't Dylan Bundy supposed to be like the next Cy Young over there? Like, what happened? To him? Uh, I thought he was doing well. I mean, his ERA looks pretty good, and they got Rendon. Go ahead and pull up so, Dylan Bundy here. So we're going to take a little look at his stats live here. Something's rotten in that system. If you thought the Orioles system used to be messed up, look at the Angels, man. <laughs> here you go, Matt. So, uh, so the real Dylan Bundy showed up once the season started. He's zero and four with a five point oh three ERA uh, in seven games. Uh, all starts. He's pitched thirty nine innings, so thirty nine innings in seven games. That comes out to about what about six between five five and six innings a uh, a game. He's got four three strikeouts, one point fourteen whip, but I have no idea what the hell whip is. Um, but yeah, so uh, Dylan Bundy picking up right where he left off with the Orioles. Uh, with the Yankees. Dang, I thought I thought he was doing better than that. Yeah, so did I. I thought the uh, I thought the power of the mustache was doing something for him, but it, uh, it doesn't <laughs> appear to be. All right, I don't feel so bad anymore. I was going to say, watch Bundy throw a no hitter next. Yeah, well, if he does, yeah. more power to him. But I, uh, I, I don't necessarily put him in that same league as John Means or uh, or even Wade Miley right now. <laughs> oh boy, that's an insult. Yeah, well, you know, that's what I do. But yeah, you're right. We had it. We the Orioles were going off a no hitter, one game below 500, and now I don't know, man. Is this the downward slide here? Yeah, I mean this this could be the official uh the official slide here where we have to remember that you know we're we're supposed to lose all these games and that uh you know this this isn't fun <laughs> and that um you know we we just want to go ahead and watch the individual development. Of each uh, of each player, mm. and, and not necessarily uh, not necessarily root for the World Series this year. Oh, I hate that. I hate it when it happens so early like this. Y- you know what I'm worried about though is that uh, we mentioned uh, we mentioned Dylan Bundy, but of course we uh, we lost another uh, another guy that was supposed to be a member of the Calvary. We lost Kevin Gosman. Let's check in on Kevin Gosman and see what he's doing over there with the first place San Francisco Giants in the mm-hmm. National League West. It's not the Dodgers. It's not the Padres. It's the San Francisco Giants. And my friend, one of those reasons why is Giants ace Kevin Gosman uh, currently pitching to a 3-0 and record a 1.97 ERA in seven games, uh, 45 innings pitched, 47 strikeouts, and a .876 whip. So uh, seven games, 45. So he's pitching about six and a third uh, every game. And he's got 47 strikeouts, so he's got... uh, Again, he's averaging just... Under seven strikeouts, a uh, an appearance about six, uh, six and a half. Yeah. So again, and the sad thing is, as we're looking, uh, he's got one point nine seven ERA right now. Pitched to a career four point sixteen, four point sixteen. Yeah, he found something over there, I guess. He figured something but, out because honestly, like the Giants, uh, the Giants stadium isn't all that big either. You got to think about all these balls going out into the. Uh, what do they call it? The Cove? McCovey's Cove. Yeah. Now, why do they call it the Cubby Cove when it's when it's a uh, San Francisco Giants? No, McCovey's. Yeah, 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 I know. You're Cubbies. <laughs> I, I didn't even know that you were a Cubs fan. Oh, boy. All right. Wait, we're not running with this joke? 
I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. You can keep running with it. All right. But you might hear silence on the other end. All right. Why don't we talk about the bats a little bit? Talk about the bats. Uh, you inform me of a uh, of a hit streak that's currently going on right now. Yeah, that's right. Um, surprising hit streak mm-hmm. is uh, Fred Freddie Galvis has a ten game hit streak right now. I'm sure I just jinxed it. Yeah, see, so yeah, I was actually getting ready to go ahead and pull up the uh, pull up the live uh, live feed to see whether or not he has a hit yet today or not. He probably doesn't now that it's on the list. They showed his batting average, and it was like. A high three hundred for this past ten games too. Yeah, well, it's currently was... a uh, high two seventy eight. He's zero for two, uh, and he's left two uh, two runners on base so far today. Oh boy! However, uh, good news is that uh, Matt, I hear the angels. That's right. The praise has started for Austin Hayes uh, as he is now batting uh, with a runner on first. And I'm sure he is about to go ahead and break this tie ball game wide open, and uh, and only a matter of time. Okay. Yeah, he he's been doing okay the past few games. Yeah, he's currently hitting a two fifty three seven sixty nine OPS, four home runs on the season. So uh, yeah. you know, I wouldn't mind him go ahead and hitting that lucky number five right about now. Just go ahead and give the Orioles a lead there. That'd be nice. It would be. So again, why don't you go ahead and mention uh, Freddie Galvis here? <laughs> what's what's Freddie been doing? Well, he's been proving me wrong, is what he's been doing. Because mm-hmm. I remember I I said I didn't want to watch him play anymore. Yeah, like I mean, did I, Mount, Mount I I remember I I was talking to you and I said Matt, I said who's the one guy that you think needs to be off this team? And uh, that was when Freddie got fingered. And. Uh, you, you you pointed right to right to Galvis. I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, come on now. You you know he had a rough start to the year. Yeah, he did. Um, but you know who's hot right now in the minors is uh, the guy that we got from the Angels, uh, uh, um, Jemai Jones. Jemai Jones. Yeah, when's he coming up? We need a second baseman. Yeah, we really do. But unfortunately, it. it that's the one thing that he needs to work on as well is because again we're trying to transition him from the outfield to the infield um uh, he's a much better outfielder than he is an infielder that's all the reports that i'm seeing um but let's see here uh let me go ahead and take a look here uh currently hitting 429 uh three for seven again remember the minor leagues just got started here uh but he's three for seven uh, RBI and hitting four twenty nine while scoring two runs. So, call him up. <laughs> I mean, if he if he keeps that up for a couple more weeks, I have a feeling we're not going to care about that defense in second. No. Ooh, and that's uh that's disappointing. My boy Austin Hayes uh went down swinging. He's uh he's saving that production for for towards the end of the game. Uh, you know where. All of the all eyes are going to be on him towards the end of the game. That's that's why he's holding back for. Yeah, he wants to be a hero. That's right. All right. So we mentioned uh we mentioned Jemai Jones uh possibly being the next guy uh next guy up. Um, Matt DJ Stewart uh went down recently uh with yet another injury. Uh, this outfield just can't stay healthy. I didn't hear about this one. What happened to him? Um, so DJ, uh, I believe he went ahead and sprained his ankle or twisted his ankle or something. Um, so he, uh, the Orioles called up Ryan McKenna again. Okay. I did see him out there. I was wondering, I was wondering, uh, who got shuffled around. Yep. So, um, you know, with, but with, with that being said, um, you know, I guess McKenna is the go-to guy this year of the guys that they need to go ahead and I guess he's on the taxi squad, so to speak. Yeah. So, but you can't help but wondering with the guys that are down, if the guys that are down in the minors are are producing, you know, are we going to start to go ahead and call them up? And of course, the first good name that comes to mind right now is uh, Yasniel Diaz. So Diaz went ahead and hit his first triple A home run of the of the season uh on Saturday. So he goes ahead and gets his bomb. 
And um, you know what? Call him up. Let's go. So he's down at Norfolk? He's down at Norfolk right now. Um, again, went ahead and uh, went ahead and hit his uh, first dong of the year. And yeah, I was gonna, see. I was gonna say, if he's in Bowie, we, we, we might need to take a trip out to watch him or whatever. But we, Norfolk's too far. Yeah, I'm not going down to Virginia for a uh, for a minor league baseball game. But I'm just wondering what's going on with this guy. We I heard so much about him. And um, the way they're parading, like, DJ Stewart and Ryan McKenna out there, like, why not give him a shot? Well, I'll tell you right now why they're not giving him a shot is because right now he's batting a whole 200. Um, he's got five hits and 25 at-bats. But, again, that's mm-hmm. kind, of what the, uh, kind of what the major league average is right now anyway, right? I mean, I'm wondering why we give DJ Stewart such a shot anyway, and we put him so high in the lineup. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm correct, I think he's batting under two hundred, mm-hmm. and they're always throwing him third or fourth in the lineup. It just I, it's kind of confusing me at this point that we're leaving him up here when he's not hurt. Hey, hey, Matt, you know who's uh you know who's batting four twenty nine right now? Who's that? Oriole, uh, future Oriole legend Ryan Ripken is hitting four twenty nine uh. right now in Norfolk. <laughs> so is he? Is he also had seven three for seven? Uh is yes, he is also three for seven. <laughs> <laughs> Same as Jamai Jones. Okay. That's right. Oh man. All right. So bring them all, um, bring them all up. Yeah, bring bring them up. Bring up Gunnar Henderson. Um bring up uh bring up Adler Rushman. Let let's get all these kids up here. Let's just see what happens. You know? Uh you know, while I mentioned uh while I mentioned Adley, um you know, I am the first person to go ahead and say, call him up. Let's see what happens. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, but Adley right now is uh, struggling a little bit, almost as much as the uh, laptop that I'm on as I try to go ahead and pull up his numbers here. So, uh, <laughs> so Adley Rushman's dying. Clearly. All right. Anyhow, so Adley Rushman, uh, go ahead and put the brakes on. Call him up. Call him up. Call him up. As he's currently uh four for uh four for twenty one, uh hitting a whopping one ninety right now. Um, he does have three walks, which is kind of good to see. He's got his one home run. He's got one double. Uh, it seems like anytime this kid gets an extra base hit, we're gonna hear about on the Twitter. Um, which again is another reason why you should get on and. Um, you know, if if you're not going to jump back on Twitter with us, say I may have to go ahead and have Dan Housen send you yet another message. Um, it's your but, moon yeah. money. That's right, more moon money. Um, but once again, say so he's only hitting 190 right now. So I guess the you know again, say the season's just started. They're only five games in. Uh, but he's got to get that uh got to get that back going. Uh, before we go ahead and worry about that, say I think we are looking more of a September call up before, uh, more so now than anything else. Say the Orioles have kind of said that you know their their catchers are who they are, and I wouldn't expect Adley up any time before September at this point in time. Yeah, he's got to see some professional pitching and get some real at bats in. Yeah, that that being said, if uh. If all of a sudden tomorrow night Russian was starting, I, I wouldn't be upset. No, I'd probably try to buy a ticket. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'd be flying up to New York to go ahead and watch the uh watch the debut of Adley Russian. Oh, that'd be a shame. No, they'd wait for a home game for that. Just like <laughs> they did with just like they did with Weeders. Yeah. I did do that. I left work early to watch him his his debut. So you jinxed it. I guess I did. So it's your fault. <laughs> All right, let's see what else uh what else have we got here on the docket? We got a tiny bit of NFL and we got some KBO. A tiny bit of NFL and some KBO. Mm-hmm. Just make sure uh, we mentioned pool host being released. Uh we mentioned Yeti Yeti. Yep, so we mentioned just about everything. So I'll tell you what, Matt, why don't you go ahead and hit the music? <laughs> Da, 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 da. All right, we're back with the KBO. All right. All right, so 
I did tell you before this season started, I had a correspondent in Korea. Remember? Yes. Yes. And what so is I your correspondent's got... name? I cannot give that information away. Come on now. That's that's secret information. <sighs> but I will send you, I'm going to send you two pictures. All right. After quarantine and after um, <clears throat> our correspondence went through, I finally got some info from him. Mm-hmm. Some behind-the-scenes info. You're going to love this. Hang on one second. I'm going to send you a couple pics. And be some riveting news here. Is your correspondent's <laughs> last name Kim? <laughs> Again, I cannot give that away. All right. Is your correspondent's last name Gardner? No. Okay. <laughs> you have a legit correspondent there. You've got, uh, you've got pictures of the NC Dinos, uh, uh, touring bus, and... Uh, the guy's just kind of hanging out there. Yes, I do. This wasn't a joke. I do have someone over there following the, the dinos and updating me on their whereabouts. <laughs> so he's in the same hotel as the dinos. Uh-huh. That's in the that's in the garage of the hotel. And then he did a little research and, to see what the dinos are doing to get out of their little um, mediocre year. Uh-huh. So he said every morning they wake up and they go out on the balcony and practice their swings with over that view. Uh-huh. As you can see, the mountains in the background there. Isn't that crazy, man? Yeah, and what's crazier is just how much it's working as they're currently 15 and 15. These guys are, uh, these guys are having a Baltimore-esque season. We, uh, we went ahead and nominated them as our, uh, as our team, and this is, uh, this is how they thank us. <laughs> they're, 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 they're right behind the SSG landers. <laughs> Well, things happen quick in the KBO. Teams turn around, and right now it looks like the uh, Samsung Lions are the first place team, right? Yeah, uh, nineteen and twelve. Yeah, Samsung Lions, LG Twins. LG Twins seem to be in it every year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, well, that's because they've got a uh, Hunsu Kim on their team. That's right, man. Yeah. See, see, I, yeah, my... I, I know a little bit of KBO there. Well, I would hope you know that one. <laughs> but yeah, I got a guy following the NC Dinos around for you. All right. You got some, you got Sungbung Sungbung now out on the balcony practicing practicing a swing. Can can your uh can can your connection go ahead and get me some legit NC Dinos gear as opposed to just some shirt that I got made off of Etsy? <laughs> well, I like the shirt you got you got made. Yeah. But uh maybe it's possible. I hope he does bring something back. I told him he's got to get me a Keyboom Heroes like hat or a, a shirt or something. Yeah. Well, I hope Todd's having fun over there in Korea. So it's it's good to uh, good to know what he's up to. Don't give away the that's not that's not who it is. But don't give away the name of my source here. All right, all right. Not trying to give away the uh, not trying to give away the name of your source. But uh, once again, say I, I really really hope that Todd enjoys his time over in Korea. And uh, all right, good dinos. Birdland Sports for fans by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com. Matt, why don't we get into uh, get into a little bit of Ravens football? So the Ravens, uh, they went ahead, they bolstered up their offensive line a little bit in the draft. We knew about that, uh, but they had also gone ahead and talked to uh, talked to former Steeler offensive lineman. There's a home run by Trey Mancini. Yes, yeah, sir. That's right. <laughs> That's right. On a little bit of a delay here, folks, but uh, once again, Monday night live watching the game. Uh, Trey Mancini just went deep, hits his seventh home run of the season. Um, and sorry, that's just that's going to interrupt me every single time I'm recording a podcast. So good for Trey. Um, anywho, uh, so the Ravens once again say they're going to go ahead and build up their offensive line they went ahead and drafted a couple of uh offensive linemen um <clears throat> but they were visited even before the draft by uh former Steeler offensive lineman uh alejandro villanueva so uh villanueva a guy that's you know he's more or less past his prime um but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's not better than anything that we already had at the uh at that position and with uh, Ronnie Stanley out, uh, 
he could be filling in for Stanley for the first couple of games. Who knows? But as soon as uh, as soon as Stanley's back, he's going to jump back on over to the other side. Um, Villanueva was interviewed after he had signed his contract, and he said, you know, he said he's it gets a little tiring blocking for uh, blocking for a pass game that's throwing the ball eighty five percent of the time. Um, and he's looking forward to uh, looking forward to being a part of a blocking scheme for a running team. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't necessarily know about shots fired, but he seems very enthusiastic about uh, about this potential here in Baltimore. Yeah, I read about that. He in his uh, first interview, he had some little snide remarks about the Steelers, right? Yeah, and you know it's it's always good to go ahead and steal somebody from this rivalry. Just go ahead and uh, it, it, just poke the bear a little bit with that, and just go ahead and steal one of their guys. And you know whether or not he divulges any secrets or not, you know we don't know. So I mean, some people go ahead and show loyalty. Like uh, there's a guy we went ahead and traded to uh, Saint, or we didn't trade, but we released. He went over to St. Louis. Um, oh God. Not sure. Weddle, Weddleman? Not Weddleman. What, what was that guy's name? Eric Weddle? Eric Weddle. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, uh, the year, <laughs> I think uh, St. Louis asked him about some Raven secrets, and he was like, I ain't giving anything up. These are my boys. Oh, nice. That's good to hear. Yeah, so, uh, and that was right before the Ravens played the Rams. All right. That was when, uh, that was when Lamar went ahead and put up five touchdowns. Yeah. Oh, so he really didn't give anything away. <laughs> no, he clearly didn't. No, he wasn't um, BSing. Yeah. So again, no, I don't. Know how, I, Go ahead. I usually don't know how I feel about um like Steelers coming over to the Ravens, mm-hmm. but it sounds like he hates the Steelers now as much as we do. So I kind of don't mind it now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm definitely welcoming him over. Um, that's going to be uh definitely going to be a jersey I'm going to be picking up there on a wave of. Um, for multiple reasons, you just like that name. I I, I like that name. Say so he was also, uh, well, uh, he he served in the military, and uh, you know, again, say appreciation for anybody that can go ahead and do that. Uh, but served in the military, and then uh, and then played football after that. Um, so again, say just true appreciation for that, and um, yeah, you know what? Anytime I can get a former Steeler uh, in a Raven jersey. And just go ahead and kind of poke the bear a little bit, which is uh might end up being the uh, title of this this week's podcast, poking the bear. Um, but anytime I can do that, just to ruffle the feathers of uh, of Steelers fans as a uh, as a Ravens fan, uh, not only is that ironic, but it it just it feels good. It feels good. I am Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, your senior drill instructor. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to. And the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, sir. Do you maggots understand that? Sir, yes, sir. Bullshit, I can't hear you. Sound off like you got a pair. Sir, yes, sir. So, um, all right, we got anything else, Matthew? One other piece of NFL news, if you want to talk about this. What's that? The comeback, the big comeback. Ah, uh, yes. Tim The Tim greatest is- quarterback. Tight end. <laughs> That's right. Who'd have thought in 2021 that uh, two guys from Baltimore were going to be talking about Tim Tebow's tight end? <laughs> you take it from here. You take it from here after that. Well, so uh, so Tebow uh, apparently had already gone ahead and been in talks with the Jaguars a little bit and talked about converting tight end. Um, I think it was... Uh, it was either Rappaport or uh, or Schefter that went ahead and reported uh, first that this was going to happen. Uh, Tebow's going to convert over to tight end. He's going to be reunited with his college uh, former college head coach. Um, you know, and just just do something different. It's kind of interesting because they were talking about trying to convert him over to tight end uh, back when he was originally drafted out of the NFL. And uh, he was like, he he was very, very, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, he he was very, very just uh, denying it. He said, no, 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 I'm a quarterback, I'm a quarterback, I'm a quarterback. 
Um, mm-hmm. Kind of in the way of where like they tried to say that you know Lamar should be trying out as a wide receiver as a running back and not a quarterback. And uh, you know it, Tebow had a few good games as a quarterback. Say so I seem to remember one uh, one specific uh, touchdown pass to uh, when he was playing for the Broncos that went ahead and ended the Steelers season. Um, you know, and, and that's really the best one that stands in, in my memory. Um, did, didn't you pick him up for fantasy one year? Oof. I don't know if I went that crazy. I don't know. Somebody picked him up for fantasy and he just kept on scoring points for him too. Uh, well, but I didn't, but I did always root for him. And Hey, if you, if you were trying to be an NFL quarterback, wouldn't you? I mean, I, I don't blame him for saying I'm a quarterback. I'm a quarterback until nobody signs him as a quarterback, and then okay, then I'll play tight end. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna. If that's, what you do, if that's what you want to do until somebody stops paying you for it, then switch up. I got no problem with that. Nah, no, no problem at all. Is, um, aren't the Jaguars a team that signed that? The, uh, didn't they have the, the first pick this year? Yeah, the Jaguars were the one that signed uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so now they got the greatest quarterback in college football history as a backup, <laughs> as an emergency backup. That's right. Oh man, and, and you got to imagine that uh, that they're going to go ahead and build in some plays there too. Oh yeah, some wildcat or some trick plays, sure. You you know, there's going to be a couple of trick plays here and there at some point in time this season if Tebow does in fact make the team and uh, is in fact their. Uh, I would imagine he would be a number two tight end at best. I don't necessarily right. know the Jaguars uh, roster very well, but I can only imagine he's going to be a number two tight end at best. Yeah, when they're 0-13, you better believe they're going to see some trick plays. Ooh, 0-13. I don't know. I don't think a, a rookie quarterback can save that team. No. Uh, Matt, your boy, uh, your boy Freddie Galvez is up for the third time here in the bottom of the sixth. This, uh, this very well could be his uh, his last opportunity, and there he goes. He strikes out swinging. So Freddie Galvez now zero for three, zero for three. So we've got the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. So unless they, uh, well, I guess as long as they don't pinch hit for him, he should get one more at bat. Yeah, well, if they win, he might not bat. But uh... ooh, yeah, that's very true. They're up two to one. But I don't feel as bad for jinxing that as I would have if I jinxed like the no hitter or something like that. So yeah, he'll be all right. Matt, you got anything else? That's it. All right. Well, you know, I'd uh, I'd talk briefly about potentially uh, doing the list, but I think uh, I think we'll hold off. I think we got enough for tonight. Um, sounds sounds good, folks. If you want to go ahead and reach out to us, you can go ahead and hit us up uh, on the Twitter. Uh, reach out to Matt at Bleacher Matt. Uh, he might sign in this week. He might not, but go ahead and uh, add him, sign up. Um, you can go ahead and follow me at Bleacher Birds. Uh, up to 500 and, uh, I'm sorry, 415 followers. 415. We lost, uh, we lost a few uh, a couple weeks ago uh, when I voiced my opinion on uh, Kevin Brown. Um, <laughs> but we, we, we've gained some back, so we're we're That's all right. 15. You know what that's uh, called? What's that? You know that's called trimming the fat. There you go. You don't want those people anyway. That's right, trimming the fat. So, um, anywho, once again, say if you guys want to go ahead and give us a follow, go ahead and give us a follow at Bleacher Birds. Uh, go ahead, jump onto Apple Pods, give us a nice little five star rating. If you don't want to give us a five star rating, you can uh, uh, go ahead and do a review anyway. Say we'll read online. We're not scared. Uh, got any questions, questions, comments, concerns, bleacherbirds at gmail.com. Um, once again, this is kind of an open form podcast. So if you guys want to go ahead and uh, email us, go ahead and email us at bleacherbirds, uh, bleacherbirds at gmail.com. One last thing, go ahead and follow at Birdland Sports. Uh, we go ahead and do a post game for, uh, for the Orioles after every single game. Um, I've been on a few times here and there. Uh, at some point in time, we might get mad on there. We probably won't, but we're going to try. Um, and with that, Baltimore, Birdland, and beyond, adieu. See you later. See ya. Five, five. Five, five.
M-A-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-C-Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <laughs>